It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, let me start let me start right out by giving you our listener comment line once again. It's 1-800-345-2621. Let me give it to you again, 1-800-345-2621. Now, when you call the line, uh, whatever you say, good, bad, or indifferent, why it is transcribed, and then and then we read those. Absolutely. We should devote a program sometime to some of the messages that come in on that, and I really appreciate it. When you like something, I like to hear that, of course, but if there's something you want to change or something you don't like, why, we want to hear that as well. Well, anyway, Richard is traveling today in Denver, Colorado, actually. And so here I am alone again. And uh, so I was just I was just kind of reflecting, which a person tends to do as you get older, I suppose. Some of the old songs, some of the old hymns, some of the old part of things that we used to do when we were in church and the songs that we used to sing and those things that were really important to us. And here's a chorus, here's a chorus that I just love. Listen to it with me. George Washington, for goodness sakes, who said these words. He said, it is impossible to rightly govern without God and the Bible. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? 
their first president of the United States, said those words. Well, anyway, as I was reflecting on my own life and my own history, um, I came across something that I think you are really going to enjoy. It's from about 35 years ago when um, a, a black lady, Ethel Waters, was standing on the platform at a Billy Graham crusade in 1975. And Ethel Waters was so famous for singing one song. And I'm going to let you hear it, and it will come to your memory uh, right away. Uh, and, and what she says before she sings it is really precious. So turn your radio up and enjoy this with me, Ethel Waters. Ethel Waters singing her famous song, His Eye is on the sparrow so i know he watches me here it is you know 18 years ago this month 1957 to be exact in the old madison square garden i ethel waters a 380 pound decrepit old lady rededicated her life to Jesus Christ. And boy, because he lives, just look at me now. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm modeling for him. I look good and I know it. <laughs> but I tell you, because he lives and because my precious child, Billy, gave me the opportunity to stand there 18 years ago and sing at the old Madison Square Garden his eyes on the sparrow. I thank God for that privilege 18 years later to still be able to say, with the help of these children, his eye is still on all us sparrows. All right, children, sing it. Yes, it is. discouraged or why should the shadows come why should my heart my heart be lonely away away from heaven and home When Jesus is, he's my portion, Ooh, my constant, oh, my constant friend, my friend is he. For if his eye, if his eye is on, a sparrow, just think of it, a sparrow? 
that I know I really know He watches me He watches me His eye is on the sparrow And I know that he watches me. So I sing because I'm lovely children I know and how mom knows on Mother's Day that he watches we and I What, folks? She is in heaven. She's in heaven right now. Now, listen, listeners in Arkansas and California, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, uh, and Missouri, of course, and um, Nebraska, my goodness, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, and Wyoming. Why, you call that listener comment line. We want to hear from you. Now, can you imagine? Here I am, 84 years old, and I used to be a boy soprano. I was a boy soloist when I was a kid up in Minnesota for child evangelism, actually. And uh, and this is a song that I used to sing as a kid. And when I came across this song, man, did it bring back memories. And I know it's going to bring back memories to you because I know that you have heard it also. Probably many of you have sung this very same song. Here it is, just a closer walk with thee. Here it is. From all, and 
Yeah, now listen, folks. Uh, that's what we all need, isn't it? Just a closer walk with Thee, dear Lord. Uh, that's what our churches need, is to get closer to the Lord and His Word. That's what we all need. That's what America needs, for goodness sakes, uh, is a closer walk with the Lord. Now, uh, there, was a, there was a young man that I first saw in the Minneapolis Auditorium when I was a teenager, pretty, pretty young teenager also. And wow, was he ever, um, I mean, he could really sing. And uh, brand new, I remember my sister and I would take the streetcar down to the Minneapolis Auditorium during those first early days of Singspiration. And that's when we first heard George Beverly Shea. And he sang, I'd rather have Jesus. You see, I'd rather have Jesus than anything. And I sure remember that song. Do you remember it? Well, if you don't, you should. And maybe you'll remember it after this, because George Beverly Shea sang that song, and it was powerful. Now listen to him sing it right now. Here it is. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than a houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand. I'd rather have Jesus than men's applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be you like that? How'd you like that? What would you rather have? What would you rather have? Uh, I'd rather have Jesus, and I, I, I pray, I pray that you would as well. Now listen, here's a little fun. Uh, this little chorus is something that ought to come to your mind. Did you ever sing it in Sunday school? So on and so forth. Well, uh, this is a trio. Can you imagine a trio made up of Billy Graham, 
Cliff Barrows and George Beverly Shea. And um, I don't know. I don't know that they ever sang uh, together like that before. By the way, Billy Graham was married to Ruth Graham. Of course, it was Ruth Bell Graham. Her parents were missionaries in China. And uh, here's a little bit of trivia. When Billy Graham was a young student in college, I think it was Wheaton College when this took place, but there was a girl there, and she was a Christian girl, but he really liked her, and she liked him, and so on and so forth. But then she came to him one day and said, Billy, I'm sorry, but I have to break this off because I have to marry someone who's really going to amount to something. Can you believe that? And uh, and that's what her eye was on. That's what she'd rather have. Yeah, she wanted to marry somebody that she thought was really going to amount to something, and all he wanted to do was to be a preacher. All he was going to do was be a preacher. So anyway, that kind of that kind of broke his heart for a little bit, and then and then you see this is how this is how we have to learn to trust the Lord, because God has a plan for our lives, doesn't He? If we will only trust Him, and look to Him, and stay on the path that he's given us to travel, because it was after that that she met the missionary's daughter, Ruth Graham, and she became Ruth Bell Graham. Uh, she was Ruth Bell at the time, and uh, she was glad to to go with Billy Graham. He was, we wanted to be a preacher. Well, that's what she wanted for a husband. And so, uh, but anyway, this is the three. Now, Cliff Barrows, of course, is home to be with the Lord, and then George Beverly Shea passed away a few years back. And then Billy Graham, I think I heard he's 104 right now. But here is the three of them together singing this this little chorus that I sure sang in Sunday school. I think a lot of you folks did as well. Here it is. I know that you're applauding to hear George Beverly Shea sing again. But instead... I think I'm going to ask him to come and join me and Cliff Barrows in a song. Are you serious? Yes. I'm serious. The the only problem is I sometimes forget the lyrics. So you'll forgive me. But we're going to, we haven't practiced it in some time. What are we going to sing? (laughs) The only one we know. (laughs) This delight of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This delight of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This delight of mine, I'm going to let it shine, shine, shine. This delight of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine. This delight of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Do you remember that? Do you remember that little chorus? Uh, maybe you want to start singing that in your Sunday schools again. 
Because the second verse, I think, is don't let Satan blow it out. You know, right now, Satan is trying to blow it out, and he's doing a pretty good job of it, and that's a shame. But don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. That's the second verse, I think. And then uh, and then was it there a third verse all around the whole wide world? I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. So anyway, that was just one of the fun little choruses that I learned to sing in Sunday school. And I think we were still singing that chorus as a teenager. And when I ran across that, I thought I wanted to share that with you. Now, here is a song that George Beverly Shea, you see, we all get older. We all get older. That's the thing about life. It has its its opening chapter when we're born, and then it has the middle years. And then it has the end of the book on, how, on earth, uh, for sure. And um, so here's George Beverly Shea. I think he was 103 years old at this time. He was in a wheelchair, and he still was singing for the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Here's the song, How Great Thou Art. Enjoy it with me. Oh, Lord, my God. As we contemplate uh, life and going through these things, it means different things to different people. Some of the younger people would would not recognize that song at all. I asked somebody just the other day, have you ever attended a Billy Graham rally when you were younger? And no, they hadn't. And they said, did you? And I said, yes. I saw him in Minneapolis. I saw him in Fresno, California. I saw him in Kansas City. And then there was another one, and I can't remember what that city was. But when you find people that were just gathering to sing songs like we've been listening to and then to hear the preaching of God's Word and then to witness those coming forward to give their lives to Christ, it's, it's absolutely a genuine, a genuine inspiration. It just kind of seals the deal in our own heart, doesn't it? So um, now listen, in Rapid City, South Dakota, that's a new Bot Radio Network station up there, and we sure enjoy hearing from you folks, as well as Fort Smith, Arkansas. So if you call the listener promise, uh, the listener uh, line, 800-345-2621, we sure want to hear from you, absolutely. Now here is the... Well, it's kind of the capstone. It's kind of the capstone of a life given to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's by George Beverly Shea again. He was very, very elderly. And here it is, the love of God. Enjoy it with me. We can only see a little of the ocean as we stand on the rocky shore. 
But out there beyond the horizon, there's more, there's more. We can only see a little of God's loving, a few rich treasures from his mighty store. But out there beyond the horizon, there's more, there's more. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forever more endure the saints and angels. This is their song. think <laughs> the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made, were every stock on earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade. To write the love of God above Would drain the ocean dry Nor could the scroll contain the whole Though stretched from sky to sky Oh, love of God I mean, after all, how good can it get? Uh, that's a real good song to end this with. Remember to call our listener comment line. And also, I want you to remember what Benjamin Franklin said. And I quote his exact words. He said, He who shall introduce into public affairs the principles of a Christianity will change the face of the world Maybe we ought to tell our churches to remind remind our churches to do that, to feed the people. Stay close to God's Word in your preaching and uh, what you're teaching the children, for, for goodness sakes. This is Dick Bott with his chapter of The Complete Story as a Public Service, and I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.